Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Better not have no plans tonight. Movie time and it's feeling right. You're looking for a love that lasts. You'll find, find it at Romance in the Podcast. Ooh, ooh, baby, had me a hello. Ooh, I love you. I know. Ooh, ooh, baby, you're the wind beneath my wings. I'll have what she's having. Thank you for tuning into Romancing the Pod. You had us at hello. I'm Paige Wesley. I'm Mikey Randolph. And I'm Todd Schlosser. And this week, Mikey made us watch My, My Father, Father the, the Hero. hero. <laughs> so, Mikey, walk me through this. Okay. Why? When was the first time you saw this movie? <laughs> the purpose of this podcast, in my opinion... Now, my third of this podcast, I guess. Mikey, can I stop you right there? Because I want you to know this is the perfect movie for the podcast. Exactly. I, I don't <laughs> want you to think that you did anything wrong. Yeah. I picked Mannequin. I picked yes. this. Yes. This is what we should be doing. Not since Sweet Home Alabama has anything like this been done before. Oh, this movie Lord. is bonkers in a way that no one have come before it have been and none have been since. Certainly not. It's literal insanity it's like a female version of the good son i think i mean yeah kind of <laughs> with different music this is a horror movie is what you're saying yes my father <laughs> finds out his daughter is a sociopath is basically the title of this film that's a hundred percent what happens in this movie and goes along with it <laughs> yes, i think he's scared and aids and abets <laughs> she's gonna murder him he knows what this she is she is a future serial killer a hundred percent he's like hey honey maybe you should tell the truth maybe you should act like you're dying <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i love when he's like i'm dying now like what the fuck is happening on also, this vacation my my favorite is when it's it's like uh, he can't see me until you're dead and she looks at him like you game <laughs> like are they gonna fake his death or is she gonna murder him because she's definitely a serial killer in training i've had a horrifyingly stressful day at work and I have had a headache for hours and I think the only cure is screaming about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get it out, Paige. Just get it out. I gotta get it all out. This movie is so bad but it's also so funny. It's horrifying, Mikey. I wanted to crawl out of my own skin. <laughs> I know. I laughed so much because of that. I was like, this is a real movie that they made. Oh, God. You know, Gerard Gipar- Pardue, 
He's kind of charming in this, but also the movie's crazy. God, is he fucking French in this movie? Like, it, like <laughs> the, the fact that everyone French. bought it, like, oh yeah, that's definitely his mistress or whatever. They, I, I was like, yeah, I mean French, but like that's insane, right? Like he's fifty, and then like <laughs> I thought that she was gonna be like eighteen or something. Oh yeah, but then they're like, she's. 14. 14. I was like, huh, and the huh. movie, the, the cinematography of this movie sexualizes so her much. in a way that is so uncomfortable. It's, it awful. sexualizes her in a way that like I looked up how old she was at the time and then yes. felt bad. No, God damn it. I was like, please let her be over 18 no, when she was she filming was this. 16, possibly no. 15 when they filmed this. <gasps> so my question to you two, the serious question. Yes. Was this movie made by aliens? Because that's my question. Because nobody has a human reaction in this entire film. It's the nature versus nurture argument. Do you think Katherine Heigl was born a sociopath? <laughs> or do you think this film made her into the Katherine Heigl we know and love today? Oh, you think the Katherine Heigl, like... As a real person, like she was so dramatically impacted negatively by this movie that she became a sociopath. Uh-huh. Mikey, I or, think you got a point. Yeah. <laughs> or is Catherine Heigl a sociopath? So she's like, I'm going to do this movie and then just goes on. Is it nature? Is it nurture? Let's talk about serial killers. Oh my God. I, here's what I will say. I feel like I need a shower. Uh, the The fact that as a 60 I also feel similarly about Natalie Portman in the professional where I'm oh, like this yeah. is not good this is this is bad we should not have children in these roles but that's another French movie right um, yeah, yeah. Cause that's um who's the main dude in that uh, Jean uh, Renault. Jean Renault. Jean Renault is in that. Yeah, and he's a French dude. Yeah, okay. I'm seeing a little bit of a pattern here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But, like, the fact that no one, not a single person at this resort calls the authorities. Nobody on the set was like, hey, you're lingering on that teenager's ass. Like, what? Happened. That's played like the best visual gag of the film. And if you are an actual person, it's the most horrifying moment in the film. Yes, it is. That was when I looked up how old she was and I was like, fuck. Oh, I hate this. How old was her little boyfriend at the resort? Because he seemed way older as well. Oh, you mean the 24-year-old man at the time oh! who was supposed to be the romantic interest for this 15 oh! slash possibly 16-year-old? How old was he? 23 or 24, depending upon when their birthday fall. The actor fall. was. What, yes. Was his character? Did his character have His character was 17. Oh, yeah, thank 17. God. Okay, so her real age in this movie is 14 14 17 14 that's within that that happens that's like high school i don't, I don't like love it but whatever either, but it yeah. happens but in real life she was 16 he was 23 and that's being generous they might be 15 24 <sighs> depending on my birthdays so like yeah like it's not it's not awesome i don't yeah. like it at all because here's the thing <laughs> no, sorry J- jake just texted me i'm gonna show you the actual uh text so that you can see. <laughs> For the listeners, it just says, ho, 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 le young woman. But like phonetically? <laughs> yeah, yeah, phonetically. Did anybody who made this film work again? Well, yeah, a lot of people worked oh, again. The director or writer Gerard Depardieu's been in a bunch of shit, man. And, and I- worked close to minors, I would assume. So Ooh. this movie 
was made by someone named Steve Miner, and I feel like <laughs> that, that is inappropriate. Like, uh, come on, that's that's too on the nose, guys. <laughs> I was like, Steve Miner, eh? <laughs> but this movie, I think, invented what Sam Levinston just stole from this movie. I'm going on the record saying that Sam Levinston, the producer and director and writer of Euphoria, stole his whole modus operandi from this movie, and that is, I'm gonna sexualize a child. And then have someone on screen say we shouldn't sexualize children. And that that's like a, what a they're bizarre, doing this whole movie. That is a bizarre dichotomy of this film. Yes. Where they're like, it's so gross that they're sexualizing that child. Let's pan up her legs. I know. Let's have Carte Blanche to like see her in a song and shit. <laughs> you oh have my to bring God. the idol into it, Paige. You have to. You have to bring the idol into Carte it. Carte Blanche. Carte Blanche. That's not how you say that the weekend. The weekend <laughs> is basically a human Bowser. <laughs> what? I don't even understand the In the, the idol or in regular life? Is it because he has a shell and he hasn't come out of his shell and that's why he's only read carte blanche before and said carte blanche? The fact that you can just name reasons why he is is just making my point even more valid. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. This movie made my skin crawl. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I had seen this before. I thought I had. Uh, and it turns out I had seen something else with Gerard Depardieu and a daughter that is a different French film, oh. en Francais, that was oh. not this. So this was my first time today as a 35-year-old woman just going, oh, no, over and over and over again. There is nothing redeemable about this film except no. that it's crazy that it exists. <laughs> yes. This is Tiptoe's level of crazy, by the <laughs> it way. Is. No, it is that level of crazy. Although I haven't seen Tiptoes. I've only heard we about it. We have to do Tiptoes at some point because it's bonkers. Well, I mean, it's my pick next week. So uh... yeah, if you pick Tiptoes, <laughs> my hat no, to it's, you. It's not Tiptoes. I got to finish my Richard Curtis summer and then we're then I can move on to other things. Oh, is damn it. I know more? what's next week. <laughs> Paige, I'm so Mikey sorry. Mikey and I are both going to be mad next I week. Oh. Listen, I've never seen it eat. Guys, I'll just let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> the pick is Mamma Mia. I've never seen it. I love the music of ABBA, so who knows? I do too. I love ABBA. Love what? ABBA. Mikey and, and is I head in hand, <sighs> Paige. He can't do it. He's so disappointed. I have seen the stage <laughs> show. And I'm like amused by the stage show, but it has a huge plot hole that I cannot get past. Like it is something inside me is like, no, I refuse. Well, we'll talk about it next week when we get into <laughs> the it. Movie, That's uh, that movie does not where fix that, it. Oh, that shit. woman had a foursome and she doesn't know which one's the father of her child. It's not even a foursome, Mikey. It's three different guys at different times, but it's like within like a week or two of each other. But it's happening nice. present fucking day where where DNA tests exist and nobody bothers wait, to do wait, it. Wait, I thought it was like set in like the 60s. Nah, bitch. They were in the 70s. That's when it all happened. Then she had the baby. And it's actually later than that, but it's like a disco club on a Greek island. So it's like modern fucking day. And nobody's okay. like, let's just we, DNA test we this We gotta bullshit. save this for next week. Cause like, listen, I swear. We, yeah, yeah, we gotta save it for next week. Uh, but okay, Mikey, have you seen this movie before? Is this your first time with it? I, it's my first time remembering. I mean, I I would assume <laughs> I saw it before when I was like a kid or something. But like, 
because I remember the water skiing scene that goes on for I think an hour and a half. Like that <laughs> half water this movie skiing is scheme. water skiing. <laughs> There's not much plot to it. Like it's well, so quick. I think Gerard J. Pardieu just loves water sports and not the sex kind. But Him he, he jet skis jet ski and water skis on one foot, time. and he does himself. Yes, he, I know. He, it's, it's no stunt double. He's just like, oh, 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 poisson, le poisson. baguette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, can we, I, I don't know if I missed it because I was too busy, like, retching, but, like, where are they? I where don't are they on vacation? Know. I think <laughs> it's, like, say. just some <laughs> generic <laughs> tropical <laughs> location. Hang on. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. I'll look it up. Island in quotation marks. Their view, like their front balcony, that front view was beautiful, though. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Absolutely. That girl, and I don't want to blame Catherine Heigl, but like her character is absolutely a sociopath yes. in this whole film. She needs intervention immediately. <laughs> she needs so much treatment. When I text, I texted y'all after the airport and I was like, oh my God, like this is going to be a rot. Where he's like, thanks for getting me a Coke. And she's like, how fucking dare you oh. talk to another woman? <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Uh, she didn't even say that. She runs off. Like she's yes, going to, yeah. And then airport. he has to like chase her down and then she creates a scene. It's wonderful. If my daughter acted like that, I I'd abandoned her for 10 years too also, also <laughs> by the way guys this is this is a redo so there was an original film what also <laughs> starring gerard depardieu which may be the one i saw oh, maybe i saw, saw the, the french, french one? one oh yeah <laughs> I, but i i don't have like distinct memories of it i just a little bit so and and gerard depardieu played the same character both times so this is like when a singer from uh, overseas has a hit like 99 red balloons and like it catches on and then they make them do an English version of the same song. Like this is what it was for Gerard Depardieu. So that makes perfect sense because I bet like the French version was like a hit for France or whatever. It's some American producers like I know what we're going to do. Throw a few million at this, make an American version. We'll see if it translates. As I was looking for where they were supposed to be. It's the Bahamas. I did find that. Is it the Bahamas? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I found that and also found one of the craziest fun facts we've ever had on the show. Uh, should we do it now? Oh, God. Um, okay. So one of the things that yes. I kept writing down while I was watching this movie. Was gross. Oh, my God. This is so fucking gross. <laughs> oh my Why God, would anybody so hear gross. this? <laughs> I do have that a lot of times in my notes. Uh, but another thing that i had was just like damn this band is amazing <laughs> like multi every time they're playing at a party or anything i was just like this fucking slaps they were a real band in fact not only were they a real band they were a band that became very very famous and were a one hit wonder years later do you know who the band is i'm so absolutely not man i have no idea it's the baja men <gasps> don't let the dogs out <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck! You just blew my fucking mind! The Baja men are the only ones who know this movie's fucked up. Every scene they are what? in there, they're like, this is fucked up. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck is happening here? Who let the French out? Ooh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Holy... Oh. Shit, you just blew my mind. I 
want this soundtrack. I, like, I, it sounds crazy because the movie is so bad in, in so many ways, but like the soundtrack fucking slaps. So I put in my stories that we were doing this movie and I was watching it and someone asked me about it. One of my friends asked me about it and I was like, yeah, if you haven't seen it, no one should watch this movie. Like, it's not, it's not a movie you should watch. Although I will admit, I watched this a lot when I was a child-ass child. Like, we had recorded it off of TV. So, like, it was, like, the TV version of it, and some of the stuff was not in there. Oh, jeez. But, so, like, I don't think it sexualized her as much. At least, I don't really remember that. But, like, watching it tonight, this movie doesn't hold up. Like, no. the things that I thought were funny about it when I was a kid, I still found, like, two of those things funny. The rest of them were disturbing. I honestly don't think it'll take us very long to talk about this movie because there really isn't much plot. Like, it is very quick. Yeah. And it's a tight 90 minutes. It's a tight 90 minutes, and it's also a lot of the same shit over and over again. Like, how many times can you say Katherine Heigl's character is a spoiled brat and probably needs some intervention? Yeah. <laughs> some intervention. I have li- I have lots of questions about her mom because they had a similar vibe. Well, <laughs> it, here's the thing. I feel like you can't blame all of it on her mom because her mom's just a single parent doing her best. But I Ooh. will say that the, some of this has to be learned at home somehow. Like... She learned it from watching you, Mom. There's some sort of pattern. I saw their fight over the jacket, and I was like, yeah. okay. <laughs> I was this like, is oh, all no. going back to that scene where, like, yes. your father left the country to go back to his home country for many years because of all that. I mean, probably straight up just divorce. I mean, he does seem, like, wealthy, and so does her mom. Like, it seems like their yeah. money is not a concern for these people. Yeah, it was one of those things where I was like, this seems like one of those Law & Order episodes where it's like, we stabbed her to death with a nail file because mom wouldn't buy me a Fendi purse. It's that. It's that person. She is, like, four months away oh. from being an SVU episode. Unfortunately, yes. I th- wait, isn't Katherine Heigl in that episode? <laughs> the she one might I'm be. thinking of? I think she might be. I'm telling you, I have big doubts about who she I think this is her. I think this is she she is just this person now. So you think no. she's always been this person? I feel like she has gotten a reputation for being difficult to work with, some of it based on on specific instances and others based on people who maybe just didn't like her. So I don't know that we can entirely be like, she's a terrible person. Because sometimes people give women that reputation undeservedly. <laughs> and sure, so I'm willing yeah. to give her some grace and say that she's not a compulsive liar and sociopath <laughs> like this character <laughs> in the film, especially because she was a teenager that they were taking advantage of. Yeah. It's the good son, but with women. I love this Ugh. this take on it. Oh God! Like she definitely threw a man again off a three way freeway overpass to make people crash for fun, <laughs> just like Macaulay Culkin. We should do the good son on Horror Virgin. We haven't, but we should. One of my favorite. Oh, hey, it's that guy is in this movie. Steven Tobolowsky. Yes, I love that guy. And every time I see him, I'm like, that guy's always a fun time. Always a good time with Steven Tobolowsky. And he delivered in this movie. He probably worked on set for eight hours, but like he <laughs> delivered. Best. Man, he's so good. When they said my wife and I are going to do Streetcar Named Desire, my brain, I was like, the whole play. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and then we literally, 
we just cut to him screaming Stella and her looking forlorn. And I was like, <laughs> perfection. And it looks like he just jumped in the pool because it's supposed to be raining or whatever. Like, yes. I thought that commitment was so fucking funny. So for, like funny. literally like a, what would now be like a family guy cut away to that, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But did you see when that guy played the piano and, and saying, thank heaven for little girls? Okay. <sighs> okay. So here's the thing. Oh my he, God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Paige just got very excited. Guys, he sat down at that piano, and I was like, "Oh, he's gonna play the French song about girls, isn't he?" And so he did. Yes. And I was like, "Oh, what a terrible decision!" I will say, the whole group leaving, I thought was really funny. I was like, "That's super funny." I love how they all leave, and it's just her; she's just clapping by herself. <laughs> yeah. I have tons of suspicions about songs like that. Of course, uh, I listened to it today, and I was like, Ugh. Ugh. "It's it's yeah. terrible." I did not like it, but I will say this. I really like Diana's story in this. Oh, I love her whole vibe. She's my favorite character. She just like attaches to the drama. And then when she finds her Italian prince, she then scurries on over to where she's. I love it. Are they still together? I hope they're still together. In his villa on Lake Cuomo because he's a doctor. Hell yeah. She's the only person I hope has a good future after this movie. Same. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm rooting for her. That's about it. So um, do you guys want to go through this movie scene by scene? Not really. But I think it's going to be a time. We'll have a lot (laughs) of fun talking about it. (laughs) It's going to be a time. That's for sure. Yeah. We open at an airport where Gerard Depardieu is struggling with luggage. He gets into a taxi and says one of the funniest lines in this film where the taxi driver is like, hey, what's your address? How do you want to get there? And he means directions. But Gerard Depardieu just goes, "Uh, in a taxi? Because he's in a taxi. (laughs) And the taxi takes off. And I was like, this might not suck. But I was wrong. You were wrong. But Paige, the two things that I laughed at again this time all happen while they're in New York and they're out of New York in like 10 minutes in. <laughs> Not even. They're they're out of New York five minutes in. It's so fast. Well, and then it becomes a very dark, sad, scary movie for me. Yes. She was going to murder. She's going to go home and murder her mom and try to get back to the island for that boy. Uh-huh. What was that true story where the, the Munchausen by proxy and then she gets her boyfriend to murder her mom? Yeah, yeah. a gypsy, gypsy rose. Yeah. yeah. This movie's like that. Yeah. Oof. You think Ben's going to come to New York to murder the mom? He almost murdered the dad. <laughs> yeah, but no, he doesn't have it in him. No, you got to find a guy with a bad home life and a neck tattoo to pull that shit off. Preferably named Spider. With a, with a Y. y. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, she at one point tries to get that young kid to like basically hurt her dad. And like, I was like, oh, this is just like that murder. Well, and she willingly essentially tells everybody that her dad is a pedophile. And yeah. it's just like, I don't know why everyone's mad at me. I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> why would I ever be held accountable to my actions? <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I, I can't help it. I lie completely. Impulsively. He won't like me anymore. If he's healthy, he won't yeah. like you anymore. Yeah. That's I, I hope he never writes to you. This is not like you're like, I'm 18. This is like, you lied bad. Like, real bad. The fact that he believes you makes me have some questions about him and his faculties. But, like, other than that. Oh, yeah. Ben's an idiot. But, like, idiots can beat up people. can hurt people. You know? Like, dumb people, dumb people. Yeah. Dumb people, dumb people, Mikey. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it say dumb people twice? If you have to ask, you are one. Anyway, <laughs> he gets to the house. He has the cab wait outside. He goes inside and... Her mom, his ex-wife, is just like, hey, she's not ready yet, but also she's a handful because she's a fucking teenager, which, hey, she's a teenager. I get it. But Teenagers gonna teenage. Yeah, man. Like, I wasn't balloons with happy faces when I was a teenager either. Yeah, I wasn't always fun to hang around. Try being a fat girl in the late 90s, early 2000s. It was not a good time. I'm sure, yeah. Sorry. I was just playing Command and Conquer in my Hell basement. Yeah, red alert, motherfucker. <laughs> red. Yo, was that Tim Curry? That was Tim Curry, right? Yeah, Tim Curry's in that. Hell yeah. Isn't he the, the space? Yes, he is. Tim yeah. Curry is 110% in everything. I love it. He's great. Anyway, she's like, watch out. She's evil. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, how evil could she be? She's a teenager. I was like, Boy, get ready. And he says something. He says something like, I just saw her a year and a half ago. How different could she be? And I'm like, Yeah. I mean, 13 and a half to 15 or whatever. Was it only a year and a half? They make it play like it's a longer time than that. So I think what it was is they got divorced five years ago and he moved back to France. Right. And they see each other, but not like maybe they've seen each other three times since then. You know? Yeah, not but not like long term, you know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like like weekends or like vacations or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so she shows up and she's like, I don't speak French anymore. And I was like, wow. Right out the gate. I'm going to need you to just dramatically read every line of her dialogue exactly like you just delivered that. I'm prepared. I'm God, prepared. That was amazing. That was exact. She's not even as dramatic as Catherine Heigl. Yeah. Because Catherine Heigl's line readings are very low affect in this film. And I'm prepared to bring the entire Teen Girl Squad to play today. <laughs> The ugly one! Sorry. She's oh my low God. affect because she's a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did a an adult teen girl squad on TikTok. Hell and, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, MLM, late in life burlesque dancer. Get my kids back. I was just like, oh my God, why is this the best? <laughs> this is one of my rules in life. If you weren't on that like... Homestar Runner wave when it got real popular, you're too young for me. Like oh, that, yeah. That's like that's the a good pop rule. culture. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good rule. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's accurate. Yeah. If you're like, what's Homestar Runner? I'm like, get away. Honestly, I'd be like, get away anyway, because I'm very with Natalie. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like Natalie definitely knows Homestar Runner. You know what I'm saying? That's like a first date well, yeah, question. She's yeah. your age. Exactly. Yeah, we're age appropriate. I wasn't super into Homestar Runner, so I would be more apt to be like, oh, cool, cool. You don't have to be like, <laughs> but the fact that you get that reference means that I would have sex with you. Oh, it's because, you know, 12 people like you, Todd, shouted it at me and so <laughs> i was like i'm never fucking going to that website it's a good metric for like is this person my age i just <laughs> asked people do you remember 9-11 <laughs> that's also a very good one where were you on 9-11 well i was at disney with my family at like 11 and like no you just have to remember it <laughs> if you can remember it and where you were i'm like she's probably old enough that's probably fair, but like it's not. Armando is almost is at least eight years younger than me, almost ten years younger than you, probably maybe a little bit more. He remembers it, but he was in kindergarten, so like. All right, well, Armando hit me up. Yeah, he doesn't remember <laughs> it 
as the day that 9-11 actually happened. He remembers it as the day that dude shit his pants in class. Yes, he talks about it on stage and it's one of my favorite stories ever. That's literally, I think, one of the funniest things I've ever seen him do on stage. <laughs> and he's done a bunch of funny shit on stage. I just love that story. It's Bradley. Bradley's the yeah. name of the kid that shit his pants. See Mondo live. It is so good. Yeah. Anyway, like if you remember 9-11, I'd probably throw one in you. But remember as in like, <laughs> I remember where I was yes. or just I yeah, know yeah, yeah, that yeah. it's a thing yeah, that no, happened. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yes. You have to remember like where you were where frozen you in were. time. Yes. Yes. I was three and like, oh, okay, gotta get out of here. Be like, yeah, I've yeah. seen pictures of me watching it, but I don't really have any memories from that time. Okay. I'm going to have to leave this meet and greet tent. Look, if you weren't frozen in fear <laughs> in your suburb thinking that whatever your suburb was, was was next i don't want to talk to yeah. you <laughs> if you weren't immediately like what else is the government lying to me about yeah we can never <laughs> be together my, here's my memory i was in town but my 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 grandfather had cancer at the time and my mom and other brothers went to go like take care of him for the week or whatever and i was stuck going to high school because i had skipped too much class and so here's my mom i'm the only person in the country who's like Mom, it's just a terrorist attack. We're going to be okay. Because <laughs> she's like, it's World War Three. It's happening. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I just wanted to call to say goodbye. Was she like, was Jesus. calling you to say <laughs> goodbye? <laughs> she thought uh, like a nuclear war was like happening that day. And I had to Everyone be like. Everyone did. I mean, a lot of people did, Mikey. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, man. Like it was very scary. My dad was on a business trip and they grounded planes. For days. For days. Yeah. So he just drove back from Arizona and he made it in nine hours, which if you know anything about that distance is way too fast. <laughs> Should it have taken 11 hours? page too soon come on come on <laughs> too soon he eating fast food cups that sounds like papa wesley i don't want to say his real last name but i love him he is amazing i love your parents man <laughs> he wanted to be there because it was an upsetting time no after, i would have done the same thing man i was unfortunately at an island watching the baja men to concert <laughs> Try and save a child from who they thought was a pedophile. <laughs> Not save. No one tries that to is save true. her. Everyone no is just one. like, oh man, that must really suck for her. <laughs> They're like, what a creep. And I was like, you didn't think to like call authorities or like or the hotel at least? Well, it depends on the island, you know? It doesn't matter. I'm like, I would be like, I think she might be trafficked. Somebody should ask questions. Well, unfortunately, this island is Epstein's island. Epstein's oh, island. No. <laughs> That's why they didn't give it a name. I hate this. They did. They, okay, but they did name it. It's called the Bahamas. And I will say this. <laughs> age of consent in the Bahamas is 16. Too low. Why didn't they just make her 16 then? <laughs> yeah, and she was 16 at the time. I, I suppose they could have done that. But they didn't. They, they, they chose the wrong every time they could. She lies and says she's 16. But here's the thing. This is pre-iPhone. Oh, yeah, this is 94. Nobody, nobody is like Googling age of consent in Bahamas. Like, no one's checking. Everyone's just like... Well, nothing I can do about it. Like, what? We can't get involved. I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> More coconut rum, please. I yeah. don't want to get kicked off of Epstein's Island. Look at all of these free jet skis. <laughs> and we're seeing that band, Baja Boys. Yeah. Dude, when they grow up, 
They're going to be something. Yeah. When they become Baja men, oof. This is actually, you know, what was that other guy who faked his death? The the crazy billionaire who had a... a, uh, a John McAfee. Oh, yeah. but he actually, he is dead. Are you sure? Yeah. John McAfee is he dead. He got shot to death, didn't he? He has faked his death before. Okay. He is dead now. Okay. Anyway, back to this movie. <laughs> She's like, I don't speak French anymore. <laughs> and he's like, um, okay, can you pack? We have to leave. And she's like, I want this jacket. And then she doesn't want the jacket. And then she's like, <laughs> Paige, she's already packed. And I guess the servants are taking her luggage down because we never see any of we that. We never see it happen. Yeah. But like she has some fight between her mom about the jacket or whatever. Right. And then they like get in the elevator and leave. She stole her mom's jacket, which is one of the traits of a serial killer. They're called trophies. <laughs> trophies. Uh, but also that's a teen girl thing. But the crazy thing that she does in this, because like as as a teenage girl at a certain point, you will become roughly your mom's size, maybe. Sure. And so at that point, clothes get swapped. But the fact that she's like, you never give me your things. And I was like, see, there's a your in that sentence. I wrote that down because she says it to Gerard Depardieu. She says, she never lets me have anything of hers. Yeah. And it's like, well, because it's, it's hers. hers. You dumb bitch. Come on. Well, and there's also something crazy in this scene that I wrote down because I was very confused. Because while this fight is happening, Gerard Depardieu is talking to their dog, which used to be his dog. So it's it's established that it was the dog and then he left and they kept the dog. It was like the family dog. Yeah. Right. But then, then the dog starts peeing on him and he says, I'm not a fountain. And I was like, does he mean fire extinguisher? Or do dogs <laughs> pee on fountains? And I'm confused. Or do they call fire extinguishers fountains? fountains? I don't know. Yeah. I, I have know. no idea. I don't know. Anyway, they get in the taxi and she's like, thank you, Andre. And he's like, um, it's dad. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, all my friends call their parents by their first name, Andre. We cut to the airport because he literally <laughs> like airport to airport. Can I tell you the second time I laughed and the last time I laughed in this movie is when they're fighting the mom and the daughter and he, the dog runs over to him and uh -huh. jumps in the, the taxi and he goes, oh, you want to come with me? I do not blame you. And yeah. then they, they drive <laughs> off with the dog and he's just like, and he just and hands stop, out and the they, window. Yeah, and they like, hold the dog and the mom runs and grabs the dog. I don't know why. I always loved that as a kid. Still loved it today. Very funny. And then the rest of this movie happens and it's terrifying from here on out, guys. I laughed at the airport. Oh, when <laughs> well, we'll get there. Yeah. So we're in the airport. Gerard Depardieu gives her a Shirley Temple, which, by the way, delicious, bitch. But she spit out. She's like, you fucking Ugh. asshole. I hate these. <laughs> Grenadine? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I asked for three maraschinos. Yeah. Oh, my God. And she's I'm like, she's a teenager. And he's like, I'll go get you a Coke or whatever. But he's like flirting with the bartender. And she's just like, are you going to invite her on our trip, too? And then runs away. I was like. Girl, what? I don't even think he's like super flirting with the bartender. No. He's just like being no. nice. He was like, thank you for making a coat. Immediately turns around. Yes. It's like a scene from Ultimatum, how crazy it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You guys, you have to watch Ultimatum season two. I have so many things to say. There's a lady on there who says she's 31, but she looks 65. This is your problem because you are acquainted with me and see me all the time. No. And you're like, that's what 35 looks like. And it's not. No. For most people, it's not. No, Paige. 
Paige, that's not what it is. Although I do agree, you do look very young for your age. But Thank you. Roxanne, I think I, I honestly think it's just the lighting because they don't. It's not like you don't have time to set up softbox lighting for every shot. So like, yeah. she just looks. Well, that's old. why you got to be careful what kind of powders and stuff you wear yeah. if you're going to be on camera, yeah. like reality TV, because yeah. it will settle into lines if you're not careful. But and it does on her. It's oh, honestly, no. I'm sure she's 31, but like the lighting and the makeup is not doing her any favors, man. The the other thing too is like they they just like pump them full of booze on those shows <laughs> and like here's the thing i have not drank regularly in five or six years and so like a lot of times people are like how do you look so young and i'm like i don't drink or smoke like that's a huge part of it Same. it's just that yeah and if i do like if i you know one night i go have a drink or whatever i feel it and look it and it's immediate so like when they're just pumping them full of booze, it does nobody any favors. So she probably is 31 and the cameras just aren't doing her a solid. Yeah. Oof. Lighting can be tough, man. But seriously, this is the craziest season out of all of them. Under eye patches and concealer, girl. Yeah. And sleep. Lots yeah. of water. Yeah. Sunscreen. She's actually sort of a badass, but she's also sort mm. of a bitch. Like, she's like the CEO of her own company. Love it. Kind of a thing. Anyway, I anyway. would hate her, but she's an impressive person. Is she a person that I want to be friends with, no. but I don't want to be in an intimate relationship with? You want to watch how she destroys everyone's life around <laughs> yeah, her. Yeah, you don't want to be friends with this. Yeah. She like meets one guy and she's like, I don't want to say that I love him more than my current partner, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it is so toxic, Paige. God, this show is so terrible. Roxanne is definitely the Vanessa of this season. Roxanne. Yeah, I can't wait. We got to get back in the movie so I can get back to this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got one episode left of the first season of Power, and then I'm on it. Get it. So they go to their hotel. And she's just like, it's all old people here. And I was like, well, then you could stay home, bitch. Like, what are you doing? I know. Someone paid for you to go on a vacation. To the Bahamas. To the Bahamas. In a private resort. Yeah. Too, by the way. And it is like gorgeous, guys. It's like, they it's literally beautiful. walk out on their front patio and like they're yes. elevated over the beach. Like, it's not yes. even that far away. And he's like, isn't it pretty? And she's like. Fuck you. Fuck you and the beach. <laughs> Here's one thing that I did notice, though, that I found very, very amusing. We have sets for their house, right? So that's a beach house. We have the exterior of Ben's house. We never go inside it. No. Uh, and then we have the pool and the dock. That's it. And I think that's all they had access to because we never see a single other part of this resort. No, we do Every not. single thing, every dance, every meal, every everything happens right next to the pool. And it's bonkers. And I love that part. Me too. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Anyway, she does this whole thing of like... I don't want you to sleep in the same room as me because I'm a grown woman. And there are separate beds and everything. And he is her father. But like, she's like, I don't want you in the same room as me. You have to sleep on the couch. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll sleep on the couch. But then the next morning she wakes up and the camera pans over her legs, waist, everything. Literally from her foot all the way up and she's not completely uncovered from like the top sheet or whatever but like right. her whole leg is like it it's definitely sexualizing her which i think is the point you're trying to make Paige. yes yes it's the same shot you would get of a grown woman after a sex scene 
Same shot. Yeah, and she is supposed to be in the movie 14 years old. And even filming this, she was 16 or 15. Ugh. Yeah, and I mean, as he kind of is fighting that fight the whole first act, act and a half of the movie, I actually put in my notes, I'm like, she is 14 and I think he understands and I don't think this movie does. <laughs> like, to the point where I was like, who is shooting this? This is so oof magoof. Yeah. But we also, as she's kind of waking up, we see him try to call Isabel, who is his girlfriend back home that is just not answering the phone until he agrees to marry her. Spoiler, don't marry that person. You'll end up on the ultimatum. No, um, Paige, I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you on that because it's Emma fucking Thompson and you marry her every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Like, when I saw that it was Emma Thompson and I'm like, Gerard Depardieu is not good enough for you, Isabel. Please <laughs> yeah, move yeah, out yeah. and just keep writing just great movies and being awesome. Awesome. Let's get married. Have my another baby because I make good sociopaths. Oh God! Well, that was the, the, he's like, let's get married, but also I want to have a baby with you. And I was like, this is a, the strangest proposal. <laughs> this is a lot. You have to sort of assume that she wants both of those things, right? I hope. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, we like learn nothing about their actual relationship outside of the fact that they had a fight. Right before he left And he thinks she left And went to some other city To like think or whatever Because she couldn't think in Paris But she really just is holding up In their apartment And like icing him out Until he agrees to marry her Which is not a good communication practice No It is literally the most toxic thing You can do But listen I think Emma Thompson Who is a saint Had no other choice Paige Don't think so there Tim (laughs) I I think we need to get the laches on the case Anyway So she doesn't answer But we cut to them going out to the pool And we see him meeting some of the other people at the resort A whole like two couples from Scranton And this woman the wife it's is it steven toblowski's wife or the other per- guy's wife i honestly don't know which is which because they're always together in scenes in like fours yeah, yeah so like i i'm not sure who is married to who but but that one lady says the craziest shit in this movie it's nuts because she's like he can't be french i know what french people look like look how fat he is he could sell shade for a living and she's saying this to his face oh yeah he is eight feet from her yeah i was like calm down you only get one joke per round in roast battle like, this is crazy. <laughs> but then on top of it they were like didn't we go to france once no spain and i'm like you'd remember it's different enough yeah i realize <laughs> like, they, they have a shared border but like they're very different yes. culturally yeah it's a romantic language very. they sound the same don't worry about it yeah If everyone was rude to you, it was France. France, for (laughs) sure. If everyone took like a three-hour break in the middle of the day because they understand how the human body is supposed to work, it was Spain. I'm just saying, I want a siesta. If the food was surprisingly way better than you expected, it was Spain. Spain, for sure, yeah. I mean, French food, I'm sure, is great, but I've heard great things about Spanish cuisine. It is great, but then the people who serve it to you just sneer at you, and you're like, ugh. (laughs) It was real weird, because we did Germany to Switzerland at Christmas, and one of the days was in Strasbourg, which is technically France, and we were walking around, and my mom was like, these people are so standoffish. This is so strange. Like the whole trip has been great. And I was like, yeah, mom, we're in France. She was like, oh shit, you're right. That's what it is. Yeah, for That's sure. What it, and the, for the rest of the day, we were just like, well, 
We've lowered our expectations. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so as he's talking to them, he sees that his daughter is flirting with the pool boy. And he's like, um, what? No. Yeah. I mean, he says some very problematic shit, too. He says racist shit. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, he is absolutely racist to what I now assume is a Baja man. Is one of the Baja <laughs> men, perhaps. Yeah. Where he's like, who? Because he sees him, like, hanging out with his other friends that work at the hotel. And he's like, oh, who's that? His parole officer? I was yeah. like, they're wearing the same shirt, asshole. <laughs> like, they're clearly that's... in a band, bro. <laughs> they're like... clearly in a band or at least employed by the same air quotes hotel that is just a pool or resort <laughs> or whatever yeah yeah resort whatever anyway she gets up from her chair by the beach to reveal that she is wearing a thong swimsuit yeah yikes which i now finding out that she was under 18 i am even less comfortable with which is difficult because i was very uncomfortable with it to begin with yeah she was at most 16 she was probably 15 when they filmed it because oh. that's based on her birthday to release date oh god and they typically could film up to a year before that was it a body double maybe it was not and i have a fun fact to talk about do you want me to kill it now or wait till later just do it now because we're talking about it oh god so in in the year 2000 uh so years after the movie was made katherine heigl actually talked about that scene where she says i look back now and it seems so gross i was only 14 years old oh, and i had shit. to wear yeah i had to wear a thong bikini and then they used that scene in the trailer so my entire school saw it there are still men who come up to me and say you were really hot in that film oh. i was 14 for god's sake Jesus. now she also said that she had grown up mormon so like really yes so she Holy was really shit. uncomfortable she told the director on set that it made her uncomfortable but he insisted it was necessary for the movie and she did not realize she could say no and she says that if she had known then what she knows now about kind of the rights that she has on set yeah she would have refused to wear it yeah of course yeah. Where were her parents? And, yeah, good question. Probably signing some checks for themselves. Yeah, probably, honestly. That's wild. She was Mormon. I can't, I did not realize that. That is wild. Yeah. Her, Aaron Eckhart, Shadaisy. Oh, a lot of people. Yeah. Shadaisy. <laughs> Shadaisy. <laughs> of course they were Mormon. Hell yeah, they were. They sang at my brother's funeral. I'll love them forever. I mean, hey, that's fair. Anyway. Yeah. So she basically is like, I'm going to a party later because the band invited me. And he's like, the fuck you are? You're 14. <laughs> the Baja Boys? Not on my watch. <laughs> uh, anyway, he's trying to cover her up. And she's like, you're being ridiculous. And I'm like, he's no, not. He's not. He's, you're 14. He's aggressively. The character is trying to be a good father. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I understand that like dress codes and things are are definitely sexist and skewed towards women and it is not a woman's responsibility to control other people's reactions to her body i get that but i also from a point of safety do not want a 14 year old uh dressed this way around adults for just the world is not an ideal place in an ideal world we could all wear whatever we want and no one would be like victimized for it but for my fears for her safety that would control what i would want also she is underage way yeah. under age. So she's like, a middle schooler she's way underage yes yeah eighth i was 14 in eighth grade yeah eighth Paige. grade yeah mm -mm. 
Anyway. It's terrible. (laughs) She goes to the ocean, or they go back to the hotel room. She puts shorts on. She goes for a walk. Is this her pensive ocean walk where I was like, is she supposed to be reflecting? That goes on for fucking ever. I think she's just thinking up what her life is. She's like, I want to fuck my father (laughs) up. I want to just destroy his life. How could I do that? Oh, I get it. Yeah, because she runs into Ben, who she saw in the lobby. His family lives near the resort because they're super rich, I would assume. Well, he works at the resort. Does he? Yeah, he works there. Oh, that's, that's right. Why he works at the little the stand thing. Yeah. yeah, the boat. He's into water. He's the water sports guy. Him and Doug, I think. Yeah, that has different connotations depending on where you <laughs> yeah. use that word. <laughs> no, I know. This isn't Craigslist. So, I mean, the guy who drives the boat when you water ski. All right. You should always be certain that you confirm. Anyway. <laughs> Why is he setting up a tarp? Wait, I think I got the other one. I want to jet ski, not jet pee. So she tells him that she's 18. Liar, but hey, right. you know. She does correct this lie to another lie in a, f- uh, a future scene. Yeah. But she, I mean, she's fully lying the whole movie still. Right. But he tells her like, hey, you should walk back or else you'll get stuck out here when the tide comes in. Yeah, because she just went off like exploring. Like she like went on this like jetty like through to like yeah. this private beach area i don't know it was crazy anyway she comes back and gerard Depardieu has managed to find the one other teenager at this resort who is i'm sure very very sweet but yeah. aggressively annoying <laughs> yeah dude is straight out of like napoleon dynamite he's like one of napoleon dynamite's friends is what it reminded me of but he's obsessed with the stock market and i'm like yeah. that's the worst fixation <laughs> yeah have. that guy is also a sociopath He's just. I think he's just uh, got a hyperfixation. Yeah, he's he's just. You know, hey, we we're all on a spectrum somewhere, and his spectrum aggressively hyperfixates on the stocks. He kind of reminds me of Todd when he talks about like music and editing and stuff. That's uh, that's good feedback. Okay, I hear you, and I understand that that can get annoying. And I see you, and I hold space for you. And I'm just sitting there, like, okay. I can tell Mikey's paying attention when he's looking at his phone and just waiting for his turn to talk. Like, that's like 80% of my conversations with Mikey. And then Todd will be like, we got to be on track. And I'm like, I just listened to a 10-minute lecture on Genesis or something. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, bro. Like, I... I Hey, shut. Phil Collins. I'm not going the down this road again. For Genesis was Phil Collins Jesus, getting out from behind Jesus, that drum set, Jesus. Mikey. And I'll go to my grave saying it. It's not relevant to what we were talking about. <gasps> Susu su, Studio. <laughs> have you even heard? <laughs> that man wrote the Tarzan soundtrack. I will not have you besmirch him. Oh, that's such a great soundtrack. It is. Have I told you guys about some Pyrex I saw recently? <laughs> what is happening right. what's in the news we're today. all going through a hyperfixation. i bought a new drip glaze chip and dip in san diego <laughs> hello todd it's mikey hello mikey it's todd <laughs> i need to tell you something mikey it's fine you'll be a great dad that's we're gonna table that <laughs> but on that table is a delicious factor meal yes! what a transition <laughs> oh my god guys this actually is a factor ad that was amazing mikey Mikey here for Factor Meal, all romance of the pod. Heck yeah. We're going to table it. Delicious, already fresh made meals, never frozen. It takes two minutes to warm up, just like Mikey does. I have a busy schedule. I work all day. I have fun too much. I also work at night. I also have too much fun. And I... (laughs) 
I have a problem with words. Yeah, words is one. Uh, <laughs> ordering out is another one. Same. I ordered out tonight. Yes. I literally got, let's just say a factor equivalent meal for Natalie and I, and it was like $48 when it could have been way less with factor. Yeah, and I, I struggle with proportions. And factor comes pre-proportioned, pre-prepared, chef re ready. I've used it before. Before they even advertised on the podcast, I used factor meals, especially when I was working a lot during the COVID lockdown. I mean, that was the best time to get on board with factor, except for right now, because <laughs> factor is giving 50% off to all of our listeners. If they go to factormeals.com slash romancing the pod 50 and use code romancing the pod 50 to get 50% off. That's code romancing the pod 50 at factormeals.com slash romancing the pod 50 to get 50% off. That's a good deal. Do it. And they have an easy-to-use app. And they never require me to talk about the app. Mikey, that was the end of the ad. That was the I end know. of the ad. <laughs> I'm, I'm still going. All right, Factor Meals. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Anyway, back to this movie. So <laughs> his fixation is the stock market. It is not compatible with her sociopathy. But so she finds a single lady, I assume on vacation by herself. Yeah. Which I was like, yes, queen, do whatever. That's why she's my favorite character. She's a boss ass bitch. She's by far my favorite character too. She's living her how Diana got her groove back. Yeah. And she does by the end of this, get her groove back. And I love her because she's like, I think she initially thinks that Catherine Heigl is setting her up with her dad. And mm -hmm. then Gerard Depardieu is very open that he's like not on the market. He's in love with somebody. He's, he's got a girlfriend. And then she is just like a kind, nice person. The rest of this movie, she's not trying to like pressure him into like, yeah. well, she does say she's like, is your girlfriend here? No, let's go dance. Yeah. I, I <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> looking for a right, crime bitch. of opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, but I do think Gerard Depardieu is very good about setting up the boundary with her. That that's yes. not something he's interested in. And I don't think she really pushes it. Like when she officially asks him out to the party later, she's like, no pressure. Like it'll just be like his yeah, friends. Yeah, like yeah. I like you guys. You don't have to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I like that she's respectful of that. And I love at the end when she finds her Italian doctor. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, yeah Diana. Lock it up. But also by then she learned that his daughter is a serial killer and she's not, doesn't oh, want to get yeah. in part of that. <laughs> she's like, I no, gotta get the right. fuck away from this. Yeah. She dodged a bullet. <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> she tries to set him up with Diana so that he's distracted while she goes over to the bar and she, this old guy with like crazy Kenny G hair is like <laughs> buying her a drink. And he's like, I'm a photographer. I could take some photos of you. And I'm like, oh my God, run. Run away, little girl. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty much like uh, every 70s rock star in the 70s at the bar oh, after the show. That's so true. Cancel everyone that you guys talk about from Genesis. <laughs> I mean, I don't know any stories about Genesis, but there are stories about a lot of rock bands from the 70s doing a lot of shit 
That is gross. Phil Collins would never do that. He's too busy watching people die in lakes. <laughs> that is also not a true story. I know. I know. <laughs> Way to ruin the fun. Because he killed him in that lake. He didn't watch anybody die. I can hear it. <laughs> All you hear is like the bubbles coming up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he drags her away and they instead go to dinner. Uh, she's in a very, very small dress, but everyone is kind of there at this dinner at the pool. Yeah. And she sees Ben, who she is kind of, you know, seen around and they go for a walk on the beach but this is where she's just like i'm not 18 i'm 16 and also that's my boyfriend we can't tell people because of stupid laws and stuff uh we have to pretend like i'm his daughter and i was like what the fuck yeah what the literal fuck no that's the plot of lolita right also bad also the plot of pretty much every chris hansen produced joint out there (laughs) But with more people in bush suits. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the same Hanson, my man. Very different Hanson. He's their older brother. (laughs) Wouldn't that be like wild if like, did you know that Chris Hanson is the father of the Hanson band? Like, Yeah, he sings the bridge on Where's the Love. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He does not. He does not. But she tells him this wild story about like oh he yeah we just have to keep don't tell anybody or whatever but of course immediately people tell people somebody takes a picture of them together because she like sidles up next to him because she's like trying to sell it and i'm like oh she's evil yeah (laughs) so like she has a conversation with ben on the beach right and they like go their separate ways but like there's clearly like a romantic connection between them. And then she goes over and sits down next to her dad. And then she sees Ben seeing them. And that's when she leans in and kisses her dad on the cheek. And he is like, Oh, thank God. My what daughter do you want? is still here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does sort of do that. What do you want? And then she's like, do I have to want anything for my dad to like show affection to him? And he's just like, Oh, my daughter loves me. But <laughs> oh, what is wrong. really happening? She's is incapable this... of love. <laughs> exactly. She's like, just a psychopath man it's very scary it's super scary uh but i do love that they go back to their room and she's watching what looks like either like i don't know if it would have been jerry springer or something that early but a show kind of like that where somebody's like troubled teens or whatever and he's looking at the moon and my favorite line in this whole movie is he just (laughs) says Get out here and look at the goddamn moon. It's glorious. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like those are the moments where like Gerard Depardieu's charm, which he does have. I'm a fan of him. I hate this movie. And listen, I don't know anything bad about him, but I'm sure he's a terrible guy. Yeah, but like, uh, there's some not great oh, stuff. Oh, he a bad dude. Oh, I'm sure, Paige. Well, he is French. <laughs> I'm sure he's a bad dude. I don't know what he I, thinks. I have specific. some stuff in fun facts too. Okay, that okay. Is not great. Well, we'll cross that boat when we get there. But he looks like a Pixar character who wishes for humanity and came to life. (laughs) (laughs) I've never thought that, but that's exactly true. He has the same nope as the dad from Up. Oh my God. (laughs) But he is very charming in pretty much everything he's in. So like, he's very funny in this movie in scenes, but like, it's a terrible movie no one should see. And fully should not have been made. Oh my God. And But yeah, get out here and look at the goddamn moon. It's, it's glorious. glorious. It's so funny. 
it reminded me of something that my dad uh, reminded me of the other day. He texted me about it. There was a time when my sister and I were very young and my dad wanted to take us to like ice cream or something as a surprise. And we were inside watching SpongeBob and he was like, hey, can you put your shoes on? We're going to go. And we were like, no, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> and he was like, put your shoes on. please." And we're like, why? Just the most bratty kids. Yeah. And he just lost it <laughs> in that moment <laughs> and was like, if I want you to put your shoes on to go outside and take a crap on the lawn, I want you to do it. I'm your parent. And that completely backfired because then we laughed at him for saying crap uh, and we did <laughs> not get ice cream that day. But we have laughed about it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> no ice cream for you, Paige. <laughs> well, and then he was like, I was going to take you guys for ice cream. And we're like, oh, wait, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Should have put our shoes on. <laughs> Should have gone out to look at the goddamn moon. Anyway, it was it was a very relatable scene of a father trying to have a very nice interaction with their child and their child being kind of an asshole about it. Anyway, uh, she goes out for a walk and this is where she runs into Ben. And this is where she tells him a crazy story. But she's basically telling him the story of the girl she saw on TV. The like, I started sniffing glue and then my mom ran off with her pimp. And you're just like, yeah, what? Dad's in jail. Dad's yeah. in jail. And like. He like Andre saved me, whatever. Crazy. She comes home and he pretends to be asleep and she's like, Good night, Daddy, and goes to sleep. Future serial killer. Yes. I was just like, What? Yeah. Anyway, we cut to the next day where Ben is talking to one of his coworkers and he's telling him the whole story. And they're like, uh, it's gonna be super easy to sleep with her though, right? And I was like, Oh yeah. no. I was like, not cool, Doug. Not, not cool. cool. But this is where they show up to go water skiing. And he's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. I know what to do. And he basically tries to murder Gerard right? Depardieu. Yes, he, does. he does. Yeah. And Gerard Depardieu is way better on skis than you would he's expect a man of big water size and girth yeah. to be. Yeah. Dude is legit. I don't know if he's doing all the skiing, but there are some close-ups so. where, where you can clearly some see it's of it, him. He's, for, he's fully doing, yeah. Yeah, like the only one I know is him is when they like right up to the beach at the very end. Right, he's right, actually right. doing that. That's a good stunt. It is. And then the way he's on the jet ski later, like it's impressive and it's obviously him. Do you think this is an Adam, an Adam Sandler thing where like Adam Sandler takes movies 100%. and places where he wants to go on vacation? Yes. And this is just Gerard Depardieu like, yeah, we could remake that movie so I could get my water sports on. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Bring the tarp. <laughs> we'll talk about the tarp later. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, he literally tries to kill him and she freaks out. Yeah. And it's just like, we're not talking. We're fucking leaving. Right. And he's like, what? I thought he kidnapped you. And she's like, what? What? But, but she lies as if she was driving the boat. So he doesn't get him fired. Um, but we cut to a dance where they're at like, it says like the rumble club, but it must be like the local dance club at the resort or whatever. Yeah. Because it is the Baja men playing. <laughs> they are hanging out. He's dancing. She goes to talk to one of the band guys and he's talking to Diana and he's like, I don't know what she wants. Like, I can't figure out how to make her happy. And Diana's like, she's just a teenage girl. She wants a romance. And I was like, what an oversimplification of this girl that needs help. <laughs> like, I mean, I do think Diana is making a guess here because she doesn't, she doesn't sure. super know them. And that is probably a fair guess for a 14 year old, 15 year old girl, whatever. But like, she's insane. Like she doesn't need a, a romance. She needs like a psychologist. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But so Ben shows up 
with another girl. So then she starts dancing with her dad to make him jealous. And I have, I have never been so upset. I was just like, Oh, Oh oh my God. (laughs) I hate it so much. It's super gross. But we eventually go back to the hotel where he leaves another message for Isabel. And I had to rewind it two or three times because the message is one of the craziest things I've ever heard. This is how I, okay. (laughs) Fun fact about me. I leave awful voicemails every time that just ramble on (laughs) and say the dumbest shit that has ever come out of my mouth. And I don't know what is wrong with me. It just, every time that beep, I'm just like, you know, uh, if you could pick up some paper towels, I missed your face (laughs) and like, I'm angry today (laughs) and like, it'll just go on like that. And then I'm like, Oh, this is like a voicemail. I'm so sorry. And then like 42 seconds later, I'm hanging up and I'm like, fuck. (laughs) I can't remember the last time I left a voicemail. Cause you know, I'm an adult. I exclusively leave crazy joke voicemails oh, where yeah. like unless it's like a business thing it's usually only for my sister or a handful of other people and I just say crazy shit <laughs> anyway <laughs> uh, this voicemail in this movie feels like it was written by the same people who wrote 365 like yeah what, like how do you this what say you for like it's just where he's just like where are you I am here you are there or are you there where are you because I am here but you are you and you were there and I am here and I was like we are we and we are all together (laughs) what are you saying pretty sure that what you said is exactly what he says like it is all over the place and I think the director on the day was like all right close enough we got to move on yeah we got to go yeah Uh, every single voicemail is like a confusing bridge troll riddle that's me that is me i miss you and yourself and us and uh i hope you're okay but what is okay bye (laughs) (laughs) are any of us really okay can you bring home some chili without beans and some cream cheese i have ritz crackers (laughs) can we have babies (laughs) can we have baby (laughs) for dinner i mean i'm gonna have to catch one you should just grow them you don't have to be a hunter or gatherer. You could be a, a grower. <laughs> a birther. But my back hurts now. Anyway, <laughs> so the next day, they ask if he's going to perform for the talent night. And this is where we find out that Stephen Toblowski is going to do Streetcar Named Desire. But at this point, I was like, oh, this desperately wants to be Dirty Dancing. Does like, it? so badly. Have you never seen Dirty Dancing? I have. Well, there is a lot of pedophile things in Dirty Dancing as, as well. As she is also 14 in Dirty Dancing. You didn't know that, Todd? I thought she was 16. Like, I think no. you just broke my brain. She's 13 and I think turns 14 during the movie. But he's also like 30. He, Yeah, he's at least in his 20s. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, and I am now terrified to watch it. Like, oh, oh my it's, God. Okay. It's so proud. There, there's a coat hanger abortion in that movie. Of course uh, But there also, is. there's a talent show where her older sister tries to hula, and it's 
aggressively bad and one of the funniest parts of that movie. Love it. Every time there's a resort talent show, I think of Dirty Dancing. This one sucks, though. <laughs> it does? No one's having the time of their life is all I'm saying. No. He and his daughter are talking and she's like, so your girlfriend, she's not answering the phone because she wants you to marry her. And I was like, again, can every woman in this movie stop playing weird head games and just talk to people? Because this is insane. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very it's weird. Crazy. I love how they had Diana break down that for him. Someone who does not know really anyone involved in that it's not relationship even Diana. it's it's his daughter because his daughter oh, says shit, it and then that's she, right and then and she's she does never whole, met her never met her <laughs> and she's like she wants you to marry her and then you'd have other kids and then i won't be special and i was like whoa first of all girl you are a teenager who wants to act grown all the time this should not be something super concerned. Don't you know that that would that'd take like a minimum two years? <laughs> like by then you're almost out of the house anyway. What do you care? And listen, you've never been special. So oh. well, she is special. Only like 1% of the population has those personality characteristics. <laughs> That really does put her in a serial killer class. She become a serial killer or a surgeon. <laughs> or an executive. I was going to say, she's going to be a CEO who at 31 is on the ultimatum, for sure. Yeah. Girl boss. Girl boss. <laughs> Girl boss into the max. And her mom's going to rue the day she didn't let her take that jacket. Like, yeah. <laughs> mom, I designed the jackets now. Yeah, exactly. I, I call my jackets, fuck you, mom. <laughs> She's going to get a, just a tattoo on her lower back that says, mama, I am a rich man. Share. And you're just like, oh. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, she decides that she's not going to stay for the show. She has a headache. But what she's really going to do is sneak out to see Ben because she's mad that he would dare to potentially get married and have other kids. The talent show starts <laughs> and it's insane. It's immediately like streetcar named desire levels of crazy. Well, and then the other guy who's not Steve Toblowski is like doing shitty magic and no one's clapping. And he goes, what a, what do I owe you money? The worst talent show <laughs> I've ever seen. The next sentence that we cut away after that, but yeah. I was like, the next sentence is these are jokes, people. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> seen that too many times. Uh, but there was also, they talk about a lady who did a duet with her false teeth. And I was like, she should win. She should win. That's one of those things that they like reference that I was like, show that. Like, you got to show, show that. Don't show the shitty magic. Show that it's like in before before sunrise where it's the like cow. Uh, yes. yes the political yes. play about the cow and yes. I'm like I just want to see the play give us the play <laughs> give us the play anyway meanwhile she's at Ben's house and she's just like he hurt me and I was like girl what? you're gonna get him arrested like his parents are there his parents are like you can live with us like they were legit gonna yes. adopt her yeah oh my god or at least like protect her and then get her somewhere safe like get her back to New York to finish school or whatever yeah but I'm also like do you have any idea what kind of a serious accusation that is if it's not true like how horrifying what you are doing is like yeah but I mean good, good thing for her her dad's just like cool with it we haven't gotten there yet but fuck. i don't know i think he was kind of put in a weird situation oh oh no we would immediately be going home oh yeah, yeah i'd be like we're getting i if i have to drag you handcuffed on that plane <laughs> 
Like, yeah. Girl, and guess no. who's not going to see you again for five fucking more years at least? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess who's got, <laughs> about to have shiny new kids who don't act like they're my lover? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is an insane movie that could have only been written by like an A idiot. Frenchman? Uh, oh, an idiot. Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, but then we come back to the talent show and they're like, everybody wants to hear you play piano. They do not. People have been cussing him out behind his back for like two days on this vacation. I do sort of love how immediately the whole resort turns on him oh yeah yeah i they love just know. that's the funniest part but like yeah. of this weird concept that they decided to go with yeah 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 and so he sings a very famous french song called thank heaven for little girls and it has always upset me i know that it's supposedly innocent but i'm like why did they want to write this song i don't love it i don't mm, heebie-jeebies anyway everyone leaves because they're just like oh no and he's like real into it and like giving them a show yeah he's a showman he's a showman he turns around and it's just diana being like them bitches don't know what they missed (laughs) well it's because she doesn't know what everyone else at the resort seems to know which todd how i think she knows i think she's still going for it no because she knows if that rumor is going around at least it's not true because she was introduced to gerard from the daughter from Catherine Heigl, right, right. who introduced him as my dad. This is my dad, di- dad, this is Diana, right. right? So she knows their actual relationship. Right. But then my question is, why does she A, either not correct anyone when they say the opposite oh, or B, yeah. not ever hear the opposite and go, hey, you're not fucking her, are you? <laughs> like, n- at no point. There's only one dark answer into this is that like she's into that. I don't oh, think no. it's that. I think it's that she is here for the drama. Yeah, I mean, it could be that she's like, I know it's not true, so I don't care. But I'm yeah. like, then tell people it's not like the fact that you're like, nah, and and don't like, hey, no, I know that's his daughter. But Paige, I, if I've learned anything from Mikey's multiple trips to the beach this summer, it's that <laughs> if he is seeing someone who is experiencing or soon to be experiencing like a trauma or perhaps a mm-hmm. scare at a beach he's mm-hmm. not gonna warn them right i'm sorry i thought i was on vacation it's called a vacation <laughs> take your emotions throw them in the dunes yeah throw them in the dunes. <laughs> i'm just like oh that's awful i am a painter <laughs> <laughs> that's why i like i don't often tell people i'm a comedian on vacation either uh my sister made the mistake of telling somebody in a store one time <laughs> That I was a comedian and then they followed us around all creepy the whole time. So I'm just like, no, I work in tech. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. Anyway, so he gets back to the hotel room. She's gone. And he's like, where's my daughter? So he goes back through the resort and is asking people like, where's my daughter? And everyone's like, you have a daughter? (laughs) Like What? And he's like, yeah, haven't you seen her with me this whole week? And they're like, I didn't realize that was your daughter or whatever. So he grabs the one band guy or one of the co-workers of the band guy that she's been kind of hanging out with, makes him drive to that guy's house. Yeah. And he's in bed with another lady. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, forgive me. Have fun. Like, by all means, because I think he's like, well, at least it's not my daughter. Have fun. Bye. And that was the night the Baja boy became the Baja man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Who let the dogs out? We got to listen to that after we're done with this episode because I remember it being a bop. 
Who let the dogs out is like it, it, to me they're the same song as Mambo Number no. Five. Like it's yeah. one hit wonders from like outside the U.S. that like super slap. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. I like I love both of those Mambo songs. Because Mambo Number Five does still slap. Yeah, it does. Uh, and most people don't realize that that was from Germany. Yeah, that dude's <laughs> German. But I honestly super German. I think he looks exactly like Pitbull. Fight me. What? He does not look like the Pit. <laughs> I feel like at the time I was super into I, I loved both of those Same. But then I also liked Shaggy's Angel Which Ooh. like everybody remembers It wasn't oh, me yeah. Classic Everyone loves it But Angel Roll that shit back It still slaps Anyway So he goes to Ben's house Cause the The Baja man is like Yo you should go to Ben's yeah. He goes to Ben's house And Ben Straight up punches him After telling his parents Like that's her boyfriend Yeah Well that's what he, That's what he believes That's what he's been told Right Because he has been Gaslit this entire movie By the sociopath Catherine Heigl Because there is a person who wants this boy to murder her father on yes. vacation. <laughs> yes. This is one step away from uh, Natural Born Killers, which can we qual- qualify that as a romantic film? How about or true romance? Yeah, more of a horror movie. <laughs> it's not really a horror movie. I don't know. We should watch true romance, though. I, I have mad love for true romance. And a little bug just blew into my water and died in it. Murderer. Drink it. Drink, drink it, it. Drink it. I guess I'll make some more water. Yeah, probably a good idea. Unless you want the extra protein. Protein. Team protein. protein. Did you know Athletic Greens? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, Mikey. I was listening to uh, our episode today because I like to make sure it uploads correctly. So I was listening through our romance in the pod that dropped today and it got to your factor ad and I completely fell for it. I was like, Mikey, are you eating something? And in my mind, I was like, he do be doing that. <laughs> while we record uh, I anyway know. i thought it was really funny <laughs> i'm liking doing ads i think we're good right yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> we needed a little you know well, pick me up well pick me up the song does sort of slap like the it, song is what it is still fucking slaps for the listeners we took a break to go get more diet cokes and listen <laughs> listen to who let the dogs out and we listened to the whole thing worth it holds up agreed anyway so she yells at she's like i'm not going with either one of you because they're both trying to fight to get her to go back after ben has like punched her dad so her dad chases her down the beach is like what the fuck is going on well because he has no idea that people think he's a pedophile yeah he has no idea and she's just like you didn't come to my last birthday but you were in new york which does seem like a bit of a dick move but i'm like yeah he does apologize for it but it's a huge dick move like he was there with isabel and they just didn't want to see his daughter on her birthday that's insane that's like, crazy i understand why she's a sociopath she learned it from watching her parents <laughs> so uh he's like i'm so sorry you know it's it's all good let's just go we'll go to sleep or whatever but they go back to the hotel room and she's like hey i gotta tell you something promise you won't yell <laughs> yeah promise you won't yell i kind of told everybody you were a pedophile stop yelling at me <laughs> you like, promised you wouldn't yell you promised you wouldn't yell even though i ruined your life <laughs> <laughs> my favorite scene is that him yelling at her is him being like incredible <laughs> <laughs> so funny when French people get mad. But but seriously, if this happened, you would either send her home or in the vacation, right? We'd, I would. Yeah, be we would so be on a plane. Yes, pissed. 
Yes. We would literally be, I would be in France in 24 hours by myself begging Emma Thompson to marry me. Yes. Anyway, so he's like, why are you a compulsive liar? And she's like, I think it's genetic. And I was just like, is her mom a compulsive liar? Or is this another lie? Probably. (laughs) Um, But she's like... I I just I can't tell him he won't believe me like she has no good reason for not telling the truth other than it's embarrassing and I was like not nearly as embarrassing as being like I am the underage lover of a sugar daddy like you would think you'd be more embarrassed to say that than I would this is my dad right my god (laughs) that's why I asked I'm like is this movie made by aliens because like in this seat, she's like, oh, my God, I can't. And he is like, OK, fine, I'll play along. And I was like, you'll what? No, like, he should have been like, I'm going to murder you and hide you in the escargot hold. <laughs> <laughs> it's French for a snail. I get it. <laughs> you made the joke. You better get it. Je m'appelle murder in Francaise. It's on me, a Jeopardor. Jeopardor? You just said Jeopardy in France. No, no, no. It's, it's French Simlish. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> You're not a man of culture. Apparently not. Although I am French way back. My my favorite is that she's just like, I would die. I'm going to die. And I was just like, would it be a huge loss? <laughs> like What she was saying internally was, I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill. <laughs> yeah. I've got a taste for it. I don't it. know. She was on, like, on four seasons of Grey's Anatomy, right? And then she left. So probably not much no, of a loss. Hey, hey. <laughs> the character. She did murder Denny before she left. Did she? I, I didn't watch the show. I, I didn't watch yeah. that much of it. Oh, totally. Me either. <laughs> when you said murder Denny, it just made me think of the room with the Denny who's like selling drugs and climbs into bed. It was like, oh, we got to do the room at some point. I don't know why, but you saying Denny so many times is making me think of that uh, YouTube video of the metal band playing at a Denny's and he just starts off a song by like, get the fuck up, Denny's! And <laughs> 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 They're like I, at I a love Denny's. that video it's so, so much. fucking funny anyway we gotta move on i'm so sorry mikey i have friends who did a comedy show at a denny's like that and they started <laughs> the comedy show by saying get, get the, the fuck, fuck up denny's, denny's. <laughs> yeah hell yeah oh god anyway the <laughs> next morning he shows up ben shows up at their their place and she's like just pretend to be my lover and he's like okay and but i'm first like first you gotta get with my friends <laughs> Make it last forever. Bring the Spice ends. Girls into this. His favorite Spice Girl is Baby Spice. Baby Spice. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, she asks him to zig a zig ah, and he complies. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, thus begins the most confusing part of the film for me because when he's playing along. Not just that, because we get like a montage of him playing along. Yeah. And in playing along, he starts telling lies about his own life, because why the fuck not? It's all fake, right? And this is when Ben starts to fall in love with him. Yeah, it's so weird. (laughs) I think he was trying to connect with his daughter by being also a serial killer sociopath. (laughs) I just think the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Like, I think they're both sociopathic on some level. I think it's more like you catch your kids smoking and you're going to make them smoke a, like a whole, <laughs> smoke a whole They're like, oh, 
you want to be a sociopath? Let yeah, me show you show what you. a sociopath is. If you want to be my lover, I'm going to tell stories about the war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went swimming with Chairman Mao. And I climbed a bunch of mountains. I, his lines are so crazy <laughs> that I love them because he's like, yeah, I swam naked with Chairman Mao. And you're like, that's his lie? That's, that's incredible. I love it. Yeah. Wow. So they had like a thing or? They did. Did he seize the means of production, if you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Seize the means of sperm productions? (laughs) I wonder how our dirty talk would be different if we were a communist country. You know what I'm saying? Like, would you say shit like that? (laughs) I said it now. (laughs) I don't believe in that because I just want to get mine, you know? (laughs) No, Mikey, everyone knows. We know. And you won't even make a quesadilla. So you know what? I prepared. Oh, she's got Taco Bell. I'm sorry. We've been recording for an hour and 44 minutes. You've been sitting on fucking Taco Bell. I mean, I can confirm it is Taco Bell. I can see it. It's still delicious. Anyway. I can't believe you have pocket Taco Bell page. Like, that is insane. I grabbed it from the fridge because we had ordered it the other night and I had ordered extra knowing I wouldn't have time for lunch today. Oh, I gotcha. And it was sitting on my desk. I thought Jake just like snuck in Taco Bell. I was like, what? No. (laughs) It was sitting on my desk and then I went to go record and I was like, oh, hell yeah. I'm just going to bide my time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so he, yeah, it's like he gets impressed by him and I was like, did he forget that he was sleeping with a teenager? Like, as far as that guy believes yeah he's like well yeah he may be sleeping with a teenager but he did fuck chairman mouse yeah yeah <laughs> who am i to judge this guy climbed everest and fucked a chairman like i don't know like <laughs> like know. you can judge that guy like if he is sleeping with a 14 year old like you could judge that guy don't hang out with that guy yeah don't hang i don't care if he's sleeping with a teenager you can't just be like well he gave stalin a mustache ride so like <laughs> what are you doing and listen Young Stalin could get it. He's got the stash for it. Yeah. Anyway, he this is in this montage is also where we get him doing the one-legged jet ski tricks. So impressive. Honestly, very impressive. Very. I do think he's like, well, fuck this girl who's supposed to be my daughter. Like, I don't give a shit anymore. I'm just gonna enjoy my vacation. Maybe don't say it like that, but yeah. Okay, phrasing. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think he really is like, my daughter's an awful person. I'm just going to enjoy this vacation as much as possible. If she doesn't love me at my trying to be a loving father, she doesn't deserve me as Chairman Mao's side piece. Okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a professional jet skier in France. The number one professional jet skier, jet skier in France. In, Fran- en France. France. Fr- France. Eh? <laughs> France. France. I have France. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening right now? God, late night recording energy and my father the hero was a dangerous combination. Sorry. I, I just got I got possessed by the spirit of, of Miss Universe. Frogs! I think Mikey just wrote a French song. <laughs> Anyway, we cut to him also calling Isabel a couple different times, leaving crazy voicemails. Just, who are you? Where am I? I'm not here to be with you here with me, you. That kind of shit. Multiple times. I've learned a lot of things about my daughter. She's insane. We need to have another child. We gotta run. (laughs) I think in one of the voicemails, he's like, uh, I think I've learned so much more from her than she's learned from me. And I'm like, well, first off, you're an absent father. So that's definitely true. But the things you've learned about her are terrifying. Get away from her 
I'm not saying that all children deserve their fathers to walk out on them. What? But if any do, what is a crazy way to start does. a sentence? No, just, <laughs> but I mean, if she was your daughter, would you not think about? I'd need a break. I'd be like, I can't. I handled the KGB, but I can't handle this. <laughs> That's his other lie, by the way. Anyway, so she's like, he likes you more than me. So you need to make a fool of yourself so he'll feel more secure. And I was like, what mental gymnastics? Like, I didn't sign up for the mental gymnastics Olympics, y'all. What is happening? <laughs> and he's like, why don't you just tell her the tell him the truth? And she's like, I could never. I can't. How could he love me when he knows that you didn't fuck Chairman Mao? <laughs> or, or me, me. Oh, yeah. Paige, this is a stupid <laughs> insane movie uh so he's bad at tennis and golf and that apparently is enough for him to just be like finally two things i could do better than him let's make out and i was like what the fuck is what no she looks at him and goes Oh, I bet you can do a lot better than him. And I was like, she's fucking 14 years old, guys. Mm -mm. I'm starting to think the French are a little inappropriate. (laughs) I don't think it's the French. She's American. But didn't the French make this movie? It is based on a French movie. That's what Paige said earlier, right? So like, yes, this is essentially a French problem. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Drop it on their doorstep. Anyway, so... (laughs) she watches her dad play piano and he's like i could see that you loved him so he leaves her a note that's like we can't be together until he dies and then she looks at him like do you want to (laughs) die like for this because like i scoped out where the knives are (laughs) i need to kill you i'm gonna bathe in your blood to stay young forever (laughs) also give me a new jacket (laughs) anyway so the next day she goes out like windsurfing but she goes out too far And so he jumps in to try to save her. They can't get the boat started. They finally do. Ben and his his co-worker get out there. They save her. They save him. And she's really worried about him because he gets like a cramp as he's swimming. Yeah. And she's like, Daddy, no, you've got to save. And everyone is like, oh, that's clearly her father. (laughs) Like, this is obviously. Yeah. Obviously. And so at this point, Ben is like, ew, gross. It's your dad. And I'm like, why is that more gross? You're not fucking Gerard Depardieu gross. (laughs) Gross. How could you lie to me about that? Like, you're focusing on the wrong shit, my man. I mean, I think he's upset she lied to him. Sure. I think it's upset that he's upset that she lied. But the fact that he was more upset that she lied than the fact that she was that they were in an illicit relationship, both with her and the KGB and Chairman Mao. Like, <laughs> you guys gotta think, not 20 so minutes ago, he almost murdered that man by having him get run over Jet by a large to boat. death. Yeah yeah. 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 But so they go to his house and it's like full Cyrano de Bergerac. Which Gerard Depardieu is also in. Yes, he is. Yeah. Where he's like feeding her lines to say about what love is or whatever. And at this point, I'm like, she needs maybe to be institutionalized because she's like, I think he's buying it. And I was like, what? What are we? Girl, no. I mean, she is her father's daughter. Like, they are both crazy. My dad and I have been on vacation together a number of times because we'll like do, he'll go to business trips in Vegas and I'll drive out to meet him and whatever. So do you guys like Cyrano de Bergerac people? No. We, we, pay, we play penny slots and go to weird art installations. Hell yeah. So we're planning to go to other ones because Meow Wolf has expanded. Well, I'm just saying, if you and your dad go to Vegas, Mikey and I should come out. and Because Mikey and I will play craps all night. 
and we'll just hang out and have a good time. I am a fun Vegas friend. We actually, Dad and I have a pretty solid, fun Vegas time. Okay. Last time we ate at the Guy Fieri restaurant and had the nachos that come in a can. That's great. Okay. Hell yeah. I'd fuck with canned nachos. Yeah, yeah. The next time Dad has to go to Vegas, I will let y'all know. and we, We'll see if we can converge. Hell yeah. Anyway, so they go to the like last night dance at this resort. And again, the Baja men fucking slaps. So good. Best part of this movie. And like when they're Cyrano de Bergeracking, it's set up like she writes him a love letter and like is trying to like win him back after the lie is exposed or whatever. And he's not there initially. So her and her dad start to dance and then Ben walks in. Yeah. Anyway, so she basically is like, well, even if he doesn't come, this is the best vacation ever. Like, I'm so glad I got to spend it with you. I was like, really? You convinced everyone he was a pedophile and this is the best vacation ever? And he says, it is the my best vacation too. And I'm like, you that is no. a lie. This man is lying to his daughter. All of the, well, he lied to everyone else. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. 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 Anyway, Ben shows up and they end up dancing and kissing on the beach. And so Gerard de Perdue goes back and calls Isabel and is like, I want to marry you. And it's revealed that it's Emma Thompson. And I'm like, run, Emma Thompson. No, <laughs> please go back to England. You can do so much better. And, and that's, that's the, movie. the movie. So having seen the movie, having talked about the movie, what did you guys think about my father, the hero? He never does a heroic act in the film, so the title didn't make any sense. Mikey, he tries to, but gets winded, and then they have to <laughs> save him. Yes. Right. Yeah. I thought about that too, yeah. This is a movie that I remembered enjoying when I was like eight. And now that I've watched it again as a full-ass adult, it's terrible. No one should watch this movie. It is not worth watching. I feel like at eight, you did not understand the gravity of what was happening no, in this film. I thought Gerard Depardieu's line delivery was silly. And I was like, I'm here for this like silly movie. I picked it because I felt like we had to discuss it because of the audacity of making a film like this and thinking that that was okay. <laughs> Twice, by the way. Yeah. Twice. Oh, there's no way this would get made today. Mm -mm. Thank God. Oh, actually, it is pretty much like Euphoria. So, I mean, like, all you got to do is, like, do a little darker scheme on it and it would be fine. Okay, but then I'd be kind of into it. I do think Sam Levinson <laughs> went to the My Father the Hero School for Dramatic Arts. Yes. And thought he had Carte Blanche too. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Levinson. I'm sorry. I still love it every time. Carte Blanche. I don't know. Larry Clark was before him and then all that stuff was also crazy so yeah. It, it's yeah. you know i don't get it but also this film's terrible it is very <laughs> bad please don't watch it or do but don't and and sit next to me so we can trash talk it because holy shit yeah Paige, do you have any fun facts for us yes well here it is with your fun facts troubling Hero. fun, fun facts, facts. <laughs> Gerard Depardieu offered to sing a song for the soundtrack as he had done for Mon Père C'est Hero uh, from 1991. Uh, but instead, they begged him to perform Thank Heaven for Little Girls at the talent show. Uh, and people say that that's the funniest scene in this movie as opposed to it being horrifying. <laughs> I got news for them. It's not the funniest scene in this movie. <laughs> it's not the funniest scene in this movie. Uh, he is playing live. Uh, he, really? is, he is an accomplished. Every time he's playing piano in the movie, he is playing live. He's an accomplished no pianist. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yes. The name of the tropical resort is never mentioned by name at any point in the film, but it's revealed in the credits that it was on location in Bahamas. But it's just kind of nebulous air quotes resort. Okay. Uh, even though Andre is supposed to be a bad dancer because he tries to embarrass her by dancing at one point, 
Uh, Gerard Depardieu actually studied dance for many, many years. He did when they talk about like studying at, you know, conservatory and stuff. He did like he is a very talented musician and dancer. That's awesome. Um, reportedly, he also liked playing the role the second time around because it's actually fun. It's played more for comedy in the American version than it is in the French version. And I don't like that either way. Oh, no. I hated that What does that mean? I don't know. Now, uh, when looking to remake this movie, Disney purchased the rights to the French original for $450,000 before the original was ever released in the U.S. So somebody scouted it and they paid for it, which is oof magoof. But Mikey, what Paige just said, this is a Disney movie. Yes. It's released uh, under Touchstone, but that's Disney. So yeah. guys, this was on Disney Plus until like last week. That's where I got the idea of doing no, this because I was oh like browsing God, Disney Plus. Well, we also have to remember Fresh is technically a Disney movie. Like, so Disney does other shit. Disney freaky. Disney freaky. They eat ass in Fresh, guys. <laughs> oh, Sebastian Stan. Anyway, Emma Thompson is not credited in this movie for her role. She's not. Uh, but she is, of course, instantly recognizable. I think that's why they kept her face off screen the whole time. Well, I also think that's why they didn't credit her. Because if you saw her name in the opening credits, you'd be like, where the fuck is Emma Thompson in this movie? Right. Because she is, I mean, if she's like billed, like if she her name shows up in the credits, she's criminally underutilized. She probably oh, only yeah. filmed for like an hour. If that. So uh, Gerard Depardieu dubbed his himself for the French version. So he did the French dub for this version. The <laughs> The English dub for the French version and all of the specifically French jokes from the French version had to be changed for this version and he was used as a consultant to basically be like does this make sense like what was what is the meaning of this joke in French versus in English um Catherine Hagel has also said that at 14 uh her first kiss on screen is with her 22 year old co-star so this is one of her Yikes. First, yeah, I know. So they were they were even younger than I thought they were because I thought it was 15 or 16. But I guess yeah. when they filmed it, it was like a little bit more than a year before it was released. Jesus. Now, here's what's going to make it even more upsetting. Oh, no. There was a chance for this to be less troubling because Alicia Silverstone was up for the role and she was 17 at the time when she was auditioning, which would have made her about eight, okay. 18 when they filmed. That's way more age appropriate. But the director, Steve Miner. No, Steve. <laughs> felt that. 14-year-old Katherine Heigl would look more innocent and better in the thong swimsuit, according to interviews. Ugh, gross. And those are your fun facts. Well, I hated everything about that, but Paige, thank you so much for the fun facts. Let's talk a little bit about box office. Now, I don't have the budget for this movie. I honestly don't bet it was all that much, but I couldn't find it anywhere. I do, however, have how it did in its theatrical run uh, it came out February 4th, 1994. What do you think it made? Oh, and it was number four in the theater that week. It was beat by Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Number two was Mrs. Doubtfire. Number three was Philadelphia. Number four was My Father, the Hero. And number five was All Do Anything. Also in theaters was Schindler's List and uh, Grumpy Old Men. Okay. What do you think this movie made in its opening weekend? People uncomfortable? <laughs> Five million dollars. A million? Mikey is way closer. It was $5.6 million in the opening weekend. It was never again in the top five, but it was in the theaters for four weeks total. What do you think it made in its worldwide box office run? And it was only domestic, so that's just in the U.S. 
Um, I'm going to say 14. Okay. 10. So a page is closer this time. It made $25.4 million. And that is in 1994. So if you adjust for inflation, that's roughly $52.5 million today. And that is your box office. So, Mikey, do you want to hit us with the romance scale? Yeah. The romance scale is a scale of one to 10. How romantic we found the film today. Paige? Can I give negative numbers? Just, I think we should all just say it's a zero. There is negative no romance 14. in this There's movie. No There's romance. no roar scale in this movie. Like, oh, no one, mercifully. Yeah, no one should watch this movie. And that's our romance scale. <laughs> So this week, Mikey, you made us watch My Father the Hero, and honestly, I had a good time talking about it, but don't watch the movie. Next week is my week, and it's a movie I haven't seen, and you guys know I have a great track record with movies I haven't seen when I picked them for the podcast. So I'm sure next week we will all be hating on me and the movie Mamma Mia. I already said this early in the episode, so this is not a surprise, but that's what we're doing for next week. So that's your homework. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Mikey, I am with you, and it is, I mean, first of all, it's ABBA, so it's, at least you get ABBA, but At secondly, least the songs are it, catchy. Is, yeah. it is so bad. We will have so much to laugh at. Can't wait. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? Sure. Well, Mikey, whose review are you going to read this week? Husker for Life 109. What does Husker for Life, probably an Indiana fan, say to us? Or a Husker Du fan. <laughs> <laughs> so what does Husker for Life have to say? I kind of like rom-coms now. It's the title of review. I started listening to this podcast after catching up on all the horror version episodes, and I just couldn't get enough of that sweet power thruple. Oof. I love hearing that. <laughs> my favorite episode so far was the mannequin episode. Oh, my oh. God. There's a lot of embarrassing shit on the mannequin episode. I, I will I admit. love that episode. I, it, I love that movie. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe we I have another too. sequel. I laughed a lot, and every episode makes me want to watch some of them, these movies, and I'm starting to have a new appreciation of the genre. In the same way, Horror Virgin got me to like more found footage movies and House 2. You're welcome. <laughs> How could you not love House 2? Keep up the good work, and I could walk from Colorado to Louisiana <laughs> just to listen to you guys. <laughs> five stars. Well, Husker for Life 109, thank you so much for that awesome five-star review. And if you want to have Mikey read your five-star review, leave us a five-star review. So, um, yeah, guys, if you like this power thruple that we have here on this podcast, make sure to check out our other podcast, The Horror Virgin, and that is the only other podcast that Mikey and I are on, but Paige gets around and she is on two other podcasts black card rehab and cult podcast so guys definitely check out those because they're amazing if you want to follow us on social we are at romancing the pod show yes on instagram and we are at something else on twitter who i just have never taken the time to learn it's it's just romancing pod show because they have a character limit and it's show sho like showtime So, guys, check that out as well. And if you want to follow us all individually, Paige is at Rampage Wesley everywhere, including TikTok, except for Twitter, where she is at Paige Wesley. Mikey is at MRandolph24, and I am at Todd J. Awesome everywhere. And, guys, we got a P.O. box. So, if you want to send us some love letters or whatever you might send to a P.O. box, it's actually not a P.O. box. It's like a regular street address. It's pretty awesome. It's... 6688 Nolensville Road, number 108-34, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. So send us some stuff. Yeah. That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm Todd. And you complete us. Someone 
get her an age-appropriate bathing suit. I don't want to say to completion. I, I don't feel right about it yeah, after this like episode. It. Yeah. So, Mikey, what's your pickup line? Do you want to put your hand in my escargo shorts? <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs>